drinking bro Put down the water and grab a fucking drink Gentlemen, all the way getting up. a nice Colorado breeze. A nice Colorado breeze. I'm all the way up. I, you're not. You're all the way down. Actually, you can't <laughs> see it at home, boys and girls. Jared Taylor, no, no lie, polished off an entire bottle of Tito's vodka, <laughs> and is currently. You look like you're beached yeah, right now. Yeah, to be honest, I'm gonna have to actually move over because I cannot hear Jared outside. <laughs> what the fuck he's saying? He Here, I'll move. I'll move. I'll move. I don't, there. Ca- I don't know if he cares about the podcast tonight. But can't, I, can't I do. hear him. I do. Can't see him. He's full beached at this point. I'm not full beached. What does that even mean? You're full beached. Uh, you got to talk into the microphone. You're full beached uh, down there. You know what this is kind of I just thought of? This is like the attrition podcast because <laughs> we, we lost Evan. We're going to lose Jared. Uh, yeah. We're you're not losing me. I, I'm here. We're, we're logging. No, I mean, the next one, I think we're going to lose you. I'm you just know. horizontal. You might be gone. You might, be, you hor- might be gone. I'm horizontal. Yeah, God, here we we got a black hawk down in there. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> welcome to the show, kids. Uh, I can I can tell you just from Jared Taylor laying on the floor, it's gonna be a real shit show tonight. I fucking hope so. I'm gonna chug this whiskey because I'm gonna get weird. You should. Yeah, you should. Get I'll, I'll put I'll put it to this way, Jared. You're so drunk that you pressured us into drinking more. Um, <laughs> we're we're look we're live we're from Colorado. Right. We're 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 in Denver. Uh, it's our last night here. We're we're enjoying the shit out of this weather, and uh, we're gonna try to do our best tonight. But I don't know if it's possible. You're spilling all over yourself. It is lit. You yeah, vodka is. all over your shirt. I just want a little bit more. Oh, oh God. Well, Ross, uh, hello. I'm present. How are you? you know? <laughs> Mr. Matt Best is here, present, alive, alert, and awake. I'm like uh, fucking Christmas right now, you know? You really I'm, are. I'm like a Noel or whatever Christmas is. I'm present. Either way, you know? <laughs> you're fucking Noel? Christmas? I'm Christmas. You're, I'm you're, Christmas. You're, you're, I am you're Christmas like in October. Christmas. Yeah, you are Christmas you're in like, October. Ding, 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 ding. That's why it's lovely weather for Jared to fucking throw up on the floor. This is this is going to be a real experience tonight. I'm not going to throw up. So so here's the thing. As you know from from every other show, we start off with sponsors tonight. I, I, I'm almost going to say they're going to be embarrassed of this show uh, yeah. just by Jared's behavior. Jared is literally it's laying, not my behavior, laying on the floor. I'm not on the floor. I got one leg up. <laughs> oh God! I got that, one that leg, leg is up. all the way up. It's on the it's on the side of a sliding glass door. <laughs> you would almost think that this is not a business. It's just merely fun. No, you know? I, it it I is. Know. I know it is. Uh, just, I got to roll to get my drink. Oh God! He's rolling over on the floor and folks. on his iPhone. Okay, so oh, yeah, the boy. sponsors—they make this possible, and we love them. They do. We do. And first up, uh, we, we got a little sponsor called Havenlock. Uh, boy, I, and I'm going to be honest on this one, Matt. I think uh, I wish we would have put the Haven Mac device on the the, the liquor cabinet. Yeah, the door. liquor cabinet. I was going to say, Jared's so he drinking. couldn't open it up anymore. Right. Um, because this is this is turned into I a shit show. I don't deserve that. Yeah, yeah, you do. Uh, right now, you'd be cut off if we were at a bar. Yeah. Um, your parents are, no. are probably ashamed look, of you. Look at your right shirt. It, his shirt is covered. Covered in vodka. I, you know, with the Jareds, I really feel sometimes like the, the audience thinks that we're fucking around. Like, oh, that's it's a skit. <laughs> it's not. It's, it's not. not. It's real. It's real. It's real, yeah. Yeah, there's like a grunting. You're nowhere near the microphone either. No I'm one sorry. can hear you. Again, it's an audio sip. show. I was uh, having another sip. And on that audio show, we, we got Havenlock uh, Haven as Lock. our first sponsor. Uh, look, on average, it takes about three kicks to kick in a fucking front door. Uh, with, with, with the Haven Mac device, it, it, it takes more than 50. You want to keep your family safe? You want to keep your wife safe, your dog safe, your pet turtle safe? Go to Havenlock.com. Order the Haven Mac. Uh, it's the best deadbolt you'll ever have for your door. Uh, they're combat. No, they're veteran owned. Uh, whether or not they were in combat is, is up to you. Well, guess what? The the good thing about being a veteran is you served your country, and some people. Uh, Goddamn right. You know the the real thing is is you'd want to serve your country when there wasn't a war because that means we're in peacetime, which would be pretty awesome. Yeah. But, you know. Yeah. You know, I'm glad I got to shoot some fuckers in the face, but uh. Yeah. You know, I like the Haven Lock, man. They that didn't have the Haven Lock. Yeah, Haven yeah, Lock. You kick their door in. I feel like we should almost just kick Jared off this podcast and just do a onesies and twosies. I, I know. Never, I know it. I never. know it. So I've go got to good go stuff to tell you. Go, go to Havenlock.com. Uh, get your get yourself a Haven Mac device. Type in the promo code Drinking Bros. 
you, you get a Haven lock for you get a you get a lock in your fucking door for ninety nine dollars, which is almost like stealing. I feel right. Like. It's you got ninety nine problems, but a lock ain't one. You know, <laughs> goddamn right. Right, goddamn right. I, I'm pretty not. sure Jay Z owns one. I mean, I know Kanye wants one after that Kim Kardashian bullshit. I know. She had a Haven lock. There was no tying up in the bathtub. Exactly. You know? And she was she was duct taped lying in the tub with a concierge. She had a Haven mech. Boom. That no. shit wouldn't happen. No. Fucking. Uh, where's Franklin on this one? You need you need a picture. Franklin of, Chambliss. Yeah. Yeah. yeah uh, you need a picture. A nice of, meme. Yeah, yeah. Uh, of Kim says, Kardashian, yep, duct tape, Haven Lock would have prevented this. Yeah, Haven. <laughs> that, that, that might even be their 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 new slogan, their new ad campaign. Next up, we we, we got a fan fave. Uh, one of the biggest, one of the brightest, one of the sexiest uh, in the land. It's a little tiny energy drink, energy drink uh, that we uh, we like to call StrikeForceEnergy.com. <sighs> Love it. Um, feel the tiger. I think that's their new slogan. I'm kidding. I just made that up. Um, is it ride the tiger? Uh, it could dun, be ride dun, the tiger. Feel the, dun, feel dun, the tiger. Ride the death dun, tiger. Strike force. Strike force. Ride that tiger. Strike force. Punch that clown. Strike force. Kill that puma. Strike force. Yeah. So go to go to strikeforceenergy.com, get the tastiest, tiniest little energy drink in a little tiny tin pouch. Kick the fucking can, bro. Kick the can, bro. You don't need a fucking can anymore. You got a pouch, dude. Fuck cans, not the environment, right? Exactly, dude. Uh, since since Strike Force has been around, uh, there's there's been uh, over 4,287 dolphins saved. That's fact. Uh, what is fiction uh, is, is, is <laughs> that uh, uh, people give a shit. Because uh, they don't. They, they don't, they don't give a shit about the environment, but they should. And if you got kids, you should go out and get some StrikeForceEnergy.com. Stop, stop buying Red Bull. Put that in the fucking can. Uh, <laughs> get yourself some StrikeForceEnergy.com. Go to their website. Type in the promo code Drinking Bros. You get 20% off of everything. Uh, and, and they also have a subscription. And they deliver everywhere they in, the, in the entire world. Which is, which is, you know me, I, I consistently say this in the podcast, I like subscriptions because I'm a lazy mother. Uh, same here. I'm, I'm same Jared here. Taylor. I'm on my iPhone yeah. laying on my back right now. Just laying on, you know? on a back. Dude, I want I my strike force to show up and get my fucking door. Text and How dude. much like fun would it be if we did like a jingle day where we booked uh, like some studio time and all our sponsors that have been around with us for a while, we wrote a bunch of fucking jingles and just mailed them to them. Uh, look, that, that'd be fantastic. Also, also very time-consuming, Jared. Because um, after that, we should go to. You know what else would be awesome? If we just went to all their houses and made all their beds for them, or we sang Christmas carols. Yeah, yeah, you know? yeah. No carols or whatever they're called. <laughs> <laughs> we just went door to door, sang some Christmas carols. right around Christmas time. Sang some Christmas carols. Next up, uh, we we've got uh, a, a, little, a little company that'll that'll protect your. Your family, let's say they get through that Haven Mac after 50 kicks, uh, and you got to blow a motherfucker away. That's some Tartarus Ordnance, motherfucker. Yeah, that's T-A-R-T-A-R-U-S-O-R-D-N-A-N-C-E.com. TartarusOrdnance.com, a.k.a. I wish a motherfucker would. Uh, it, is, it is for all your home defense ammunition needs. They Hell also yeah. sell to tactical classes, uh, and they also deal firearms. Well, the dope thing about them is because um, they do have their standard ammunition. They do do reloads as well, and like shooting like a tactical class or whatever you want to do, um, whatever course of, of fire you want to do. Like if you're shooting within like 15 meters, you don't yep. really need ammunition. That's gonna be great. You're just like, hey man, hit the silhouette. Like let's let's be cost effective with all this. Yeah, like, yeah. If, if we're trying to shoot sub MOA here and like get a shot group put together, exactly. Then you're gonna buy their good shit, but they have a lot of uh, options, which is cool. Yep. And uh, look, you type in the promo code Drinker Bros, you get 10% off everything. That's firearms. That's that's bullets. That's, that's all the shit yeah, they have. Registered FFL as well. Yeah. Uh, they're the, they're the fucking best. Kenny Kenny Gunter and the boys, big fans, big fans. Next up, we got uh, WarfighterTobacco.com. Uh, Warfighter Tobacco. God damn it! I don't want to say that they're the, the greatest cigars ever hand rolled in the entire history of the world, but I am going to say that you're going to go for it. Yeah, Might as well. Say it's it. almost as if you took the original pages from the Bible, you ripped them out, and then you hand rolled cigars out of them, and that that's what you were smoking. You're, you're smoking Ezekiel twenty five seventeen, the path of the, the the of the righteous man. Is that right? Is that <laughs> I right? mean, I'm not going to agree sure. to that, but yeah. it, it, it sounds intriguing. It not, sounds intriguing. I'm not. I'm not a, a theologist. I, I'm not biblical. Uh, but I can tell you that they're the finest goddamn cigars in the land. And you will see God when you smoke them. All right. Okay. You will see God when you smoke them. I'll pick up what you're putting down. You know, well, tip me and shit. Roll me in breadcrumbs. <laughs> uh, welcome to the gingerbread smelly, house, kids. Go to warfightertobacco.com for all your cigar needs. Put down the hookah and 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 get a fucking cigar, my man. Uh, type in the promo code Drinking Bros. You get ten percent off of every order. These guys are hundred percent combat veteran owns. 
Um, and, uh, and and they, they've got cigars that are that are hand rolled in Dominican Republic, made with the with the finest Cubano seeds. Uh, Rocco's obsessed, you know. I know we all we all are, and they've got some drinking roast cigars right now on their sites, limited, uh, limited. limited edition that are that are for sale, and they're dope as fuck. Uh, we put them on my Instagram at uh, st james st james because because uh, Jared's always promo in his fucking Instagram right at at, at, always, at JT always. Article fifteen yeah it was one time it was one episode Jared you, you were you were always. lying on the floor what's that song uh you're lying, lying on, on the, the floor, floor. Yeah. lying on the floor something like that mm-hmm. I, I forget what that song I'm is, gonna but, treat yeah. you like a lionfish and eradicate you. I can't even hear it's this super, tonight. Yeah. Yeah. I, honestly, you might as well be Rosa Parks. You're way in the back of the bus tonight on this. Uh, next up, we, we, we got at night she cries while he rides his steed. Uh, can I get a horse cry out of you? Uh, God damn it. I was almost like we pay for it in Hollywood. Yeah, you know, you know. I mean, I, normally. Textbook. It's, uh, I, I like the sound effects, you know. Might have done them in Range 15. Who knows? I don't know. But I'll do them for you your book. did a lot of the sound I, I, effects Yeah, and I appreciate 15. it. Uh, look, kids, if you want the finest, funniest piece of literature ever written, uh, you got to pick up a nice surprise while he rides his steed. Do I live on the edge? Yes. Do I write on the edge? Of course I do. Anybody that listens to the show religiously, they've heard this uh, almost 100 times at this point. If you don't have the book, you're a loser. On. You're a fucking loser. You're a fucking. You're Colin Kaepernick. You're a fucking loser. I'm gonna move in the house here, cause so we can hear Jared Taylor. Yeah, right? he is. He, we're just gonna. We're gonna. We're gonna I'm, I'm actually gonna step over him. We were. We were actually recording feel, out on a deck. Uh, I feel like instead of like, Jared's laying on the floor, cause he I, literally, you're 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 on the you're on the stage of blackout drunk at this had, point. You could sit on the bed, and then we got an extra chair. Yeah, we knew. What, I what feel like uh, instead of Arnold Schwarzenegger with Mobile Strike. We're 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 mobile mobile podcasts tonight. Yeah, I mean, literally, we're literally you, you standing over Jared right now. You can't see it, and the cord the cords are all over him. <laughs> I'm gonna take Matt, a photo take for a Instagram. Yeah, because this is this is some goddamn embarrassing shit right here. I mean, it's it's it is fucking insanity. Yep. what we're dealing with here. I'm we sorry. We run a show called Drinking Bros. It's what we're supposed to do. I have a feeling. Not fucking sleeping bros. It, it's drinking bros. Yeah, Jared. I almost feel like you're in hospice right now. We're visiting you. <laughs> we're visiting you uh, on your last stages because you've had, you've had look you've had some Thai food. You've had about a bottle of Tito's today. Yeah, uh, you're you're all puffed out. You're all puffed up. Yeah, you're, now. you're looking a little puffy. I yeah, in a good am, puffy, I'm but puffy you're looking puffy. Today. I think it's the shirt. The shirt yeah, is, yeah. Blame the this shirt. The shirt is sized a little differently than most. Oh, shirts you think that's are. what it is? Yeah, yeah. 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 It, it, it wasn't like it came from the Baby Gap. They 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 made that shirt just for you. Uh, it is the proper size. Yeah. Why don't you guys shift? You go. You sit there. What if we want to sit on top of you and look look down like that's we're fucking just, angels on, yeah. on your looking looking drunk down and at, at our little yeah. baby who's dying? Because yeah. this is what it is. I'm not dying. You're you're, you're not dying. Have you ever yeah. been close to death before? I don't think so. Come on. And 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 all your duties overseas, you've never fucking Well, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, okay. Cuz I'm going to be honest, right now you look you look like a like this is the end. This is the end. My Beautiful only. friends, the end. That's the doors by the way. Yes, it is. I know the doors. Uh, Snoop Dogg did a remake. Of this is the end? Yeah. I don't think that's true. Somebody fact check Absol- that. No, absolutely. Snoop Dogg did the Snoop Dogg the Somebody end. fact check that. Snoop Doggy Dogg. Dog. He sampled the, 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 the doors, and Snoop Dogg has a song. Since we're on it, let's go to this, because I've, I've had this debate with other people. I think The Chronic by Dr. Dre, followed up by Doggy Style by Snoop, were the two greatest Single-handedly well, hip-hop albums Chronic or Chronic times. 2001? Chronic 2001 no, no, no. was a good Original Chronic? Movie. Original Chronic. Dude, Chronic Original 2001 Chronic might have beat it out. Doggy Style. Doggy Style was amazing. I might Those go- two back-to-back, I think, changed the world. Yeah, but if you look at Chronic 2001, Dre introduced Eminem, which is, I personally yeah, am my own. He did. Thing, I, the greatest I, I, rapper I, of all time. Yes, yes. Um, so. so you think 2000, Chronic 2001 was, was the best? I mean... Chronic was it was a chronic. It put put him on the map. I mean, it's, it's legendary. But two thousand and one was like when I got into hip hop, and it was like Eminem's nickname I loved became it. the Grat. Yeah. If it was up to me, you motherfuckers, stop coming up to me. You know that yeah, was my yeah, jam. Yeah, dude. Yeah. That was my yeah. fucking jam. Yeah. See, I I I still roll Chronic. Uh, the original the original Chronic album is is. I, I'm gonna go ahead on a limb and say this. That was the greatest hip hop album of all time. Front to back. That's a bold statement, Cotton. Because you could listen. Statement. Every song on that to me was fucking brilliant front to back. And there's not a lot of albums that I listen to 
front to back where I'm like, oh shit, I, I am genuinely impressed by every single song over and over and over again. And, uh, and then Doggy Style came out and I felt the exact same way. You know what I feel like with, with albums, like back in the day in, in 90s and even well before then in the 70s and 80s, like albums were written as like, the album front to back was a story, right? It's almost yes. like, like a film. Yep. Whereas now, the, the, the production studios and all that go, they work I want a hit, single. I, want a, I want a love song, yeah. and then a bunch of eight songs that are trash that so we can sell this. Nobody cares about Right, so we can sell it for nine ninety nine because you go to Lady Gaga album, you're like, oh, I love that dance song. Let me buy yeah. nine other songs of shit. You right. know what I'm saying? Right, and, and I think that's, that's where it, it is right now, and that's where it's headed. The only way you can change that is if you take the top of the game I think Taylor Swift does it differently. I think all of her songs are well, fucking she, hits. She's part of the writing process, so that helps exactly. Out. Um, but I, I think you would need Taylor Swift, Drake, Eminem, all of them to come together and literally be like, "Hey guys, I'm going to make the greatest album like they used to make, and not just go for hits because they have enough power at this point that right. nobody's going to stop them from being like, "No, we need a single." Eminem would be like, "Fuck you, bro. I'm giving you an album. You can, you can do whatever you want." Right. With it. Um, he might be a little different now. I mean, like, because a lot of his albums represent like what he's going through in life. That's why I'm a huge Eminem fan. Like, even when he went to uh, Relapse before Recovery, like, dude, that was the darkest album and it, and it flopped. But I loved it because he did songs like My Mom, 3 A.M. Um, you know, it's funny. I'll, I'll ask you about over this because I, I read an interview with him and he said that was my that was my worst album and I knew it. Is that is that true? I, I'm not too sure. I mean, when he came out there, the reason I think he says that in retrospect, at least he was like talking about he, he thought he figured the game out where he's like, I can go as weird and as crazy as I want and people are going to buy my shit. So I think that was his humbling moment. And then when he came back with recovery with if you watch anybody that listens to Eminem, like, um, I'm not afraid. Yeah, yeah, yeah that yeah. whole album crushed because he was like he had a self epiphany like, fuck, people are only like me if my shit's good. Was Rap God on that? Uh, no, Rap God was on his next one. Gotcha. That was he did the song with Rihanna. Um, I love the way you lie and all that. Yeah, it was, yeah, yeah, it was yeah, Huge, yeah. huge album for him. Yeah, yeah. He's he's done a few with Rihanna that are good. Yeah, he did the. Monster I like that one with Lil Wayne too. Uh, that didn't yeah. get that didn't blow up the way I thought it would. No love. Yeah, no you love. Did no love. No love. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. he, it's it's Wayne doing the first verse. Yeah, M doing the second verse. M houses him. I mean, just fuck. There's no comparison. No, as I mean, lyricist. it's not even close. Yeah, and that you know at the time. I remember people were saying, oh, these are the two best rappers I'm alive. alive. again, more alive than yeah, exactly. I've ever been. Yeah, I know that whole I mean, fucking verse, dude. I mean, he just, because it just keeps ramping up. So it keeps going in that verse for Eminem, and you're like, oh, shit. Right. Whereas Lil Wayne's very slow, very regimented, very, you know? Yeah, you know, I, I, that's why Eminem, like, he writes stories, and that's why I'm a fan. Like, it's almost like people that are into film. Like, Same. You, like, you can get that cut shot comedy, where, like, it's, it's catchy, you like this, but, like, Eminem writes, like, fucking stories. So Chronicles. you, like, from front Con to back, like, yeah. Uh, there's one he did was uh, Beautiful Pain. Like, if you listen to that song, you're like, holy fuck, he talks about struggle. And then, you know, the, the second part of the song is kind of like how he's going to change his life. And the third part is just like, fuck it, dude. Let's just be us. And it's dope. Like, I love the message in this shit. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm an MM fan. If you didn't, if you didn't catch that, Ross. No, no, no. You're, you're not you're at all. You're a fan? You're a fan? No, Hi, uh, my name is. I know. Matt. My name is. Yeah. No, I, I get it. Look, Eminem's fucking awesome. Let me ask you, Jared, front to back, what was the last album that that you enjoyed every single song on it front to back that you just didn't stop? Like uh, recently? It, it could be any time. Oh, like uh, in my life, I remember the first one for me in my life that was in my, my time was The Chronic and then Doggy Style where it was like, oh my God, I loved every single album on it back to back. If I went back in history, I could listen to Stones albums, Rolling Stones, yeah. all that shit. Um, like, like Exile on Main Street's amazing later, but I didn't grow up during that. Yeah. Uh, whereas I, you know, I can go and listen to. It's weird. I can go and listen to all the '60s and '70s bands, and they had amazing albums front to back. But in our generation, I can only name a handful that were front to back. Is there anyone for you? Uh, it was uh, the first one was Sum 41's second album, the one that had pieces on it. Uh, Sum is it, is 41, like No Leash or something yeah, like no that. Leash. I don't. <laughs> that one was great. How did I pull that out of my ass? I don't know. Yeah, I. No, it's the one. Sum 41. Is that that's you're going? Derek Weebly is that his name? Second, I don't know. He dated Avril Lavigne. Yeah, married. I think it came out in 2004. I was TDY to Salt Lake City, and I bought the CD in the airport on the way there. So when we got into the rental car, I threw it in, and it was like, that was great, front to back. Uh, more release recently, 
new Blink album. I knew you were going to say it. The new Blink album. Hold on. I'm going to call you out on that. I know. Because you didn't like I hated it. You you hated it. And I I was like, it's not a bad album. first run through. I hated it. I texted him. I was like, this is garbage. This is fucking garbage. What changed your mind? Uh, When we drove from uh, El Paso to Salt Lake. We kept listening to it. So I and think Bl- Jared, Bl- like... Blink lost a member, right, on this album? Yes. Tom. Tom. So, so who, who, who filled in for Tom? Uh, it's the... Oh, shit. He's a, he, he's, he has another band similar, never as big as Blink, but they were... Uh, man, I, I'm sorry. Big. Yeah. All right. Whoever's yeah, listening right now Matt, is like, you Matt fucking idiots. It, yeah, he, think, he's, he's pretty hope. good, but... Actually, we do this all the time on Drinker Bros. Yeah, sorry, guys. Look, you have a few drinks and you can't don't, remember Don't punch... Shit. I don't know what his name is, but don't punch me in the face. I'll, I'll, I'll uh, So what's the name of this album, Jared? California. Okay, California. And you think, because I know you're a huge Blink fan, in all of the albums, do you think this is one of their best? Where, where, where would you rank this as far it, as Blink it albums? It progresses, go? though. Like, Blink has always done great at progression. Like, if you start at Cheshire Cat, you move to Matt Dude Skiba. Ramp. Yeah, Matt Skiba. Okay. Uh, you move to Dude Ranch. You then go to End of the State. Like, like Cheshire Cat was, was kind of their breakout album. And then Dude Ranch, they pulled it together and kind of built their image. Right. Enema of the State, like, sealed their image. Like, oh, shit, you, you guys stepped this up. That's, that, that was 12 amazing, amazing songs. And then after that, you had uh, Take Off Your Pants and Jacket. And then you went to the Mark, Tom, and Travis show, which that's my favorite. Like, if I'm going to listen to something from front to back, it's Mark, Tom, and Travis show. This is like the okay. obscure reference show where, like, I talked about Eminem and no, Weird but, but Albums, I, and Jared's got this locked down. I'm like, it's then, funny. Uh, I, I, but, but I like this because, look, there's a lot of people at home who listen to shit. Uh, everybody listens to music at home, and it's like, they don't know too much about our musical choices. Right. So I, I think this is interesting. You know what? I went to get in line, like, uh, to buy uh, self-titled in 2003. So I thought, like, there was going to be a line at Best Buy for the release at midnight and, and there wasn't yeah i just <laughs> i walked in i was the only one there i, bought, I, I look, bought two copies of it and then and then walked out <laughs> on sunset there was a tower records uh i write some music obviously i write you know six days a week like uh and i used to wait in lines at midnight for my favorite fans to get new shit where i was like oh man can't wait to get this and there was other people in line everybody was amped about it uh in my life i would say in the last 10 years album wise that i thought were great front to back uh, Kanye's uh, My Beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy was f- amazing. Uh, and then I would say, I, did, a new one came out about two weeks ago, uh, Bon Iver. Bon Iver's new album bon is... Bon Iver, I don't even know who that is. Absolutely incredible. Uh, he, had a, he only makes an album like once every five years. Oh, shit. Right. Yeah, his last is he album... a hip-hop artist? Or? No, no. He's uh, alternative. Like, he sings like love songs. Uh, That's funny, man. Like, Skinny Love. There was a song he had... He, Come on, Skinny Love. It's always weird when people always say like what your favorite band is. Like I'm so across the board like this year, like Cruella, My Ammunition that they just dropped. Like I'm a huge fan of that album because it's like they actually wrote that album as a progression. It starts of like super confidence and it goes through a breakup in every single song. Right. And it's fucking dope, man. I'm just like, that's super cool. I'm not a fan of their manager. Cruella? Uh, Yeah. What what nice. I got into it in emails with him. (laughs) <laughs> he's just a fucking dick <laughs> well, right. well i like that's Jared. <laughs> yeah that's Jared. uh, uh has nothing well to do here's with here's a here's a good music story we saw one day some band on twitter had said it had just tweeted us like r15 we love we love your stuff i'd never heard of them i just looked it up like looked up their facebook they had hundred thousand plus followers like really oh these are uh, let me let me find them on itunes what's, what's the I name of their band it's everyone dies in utah I bought both their albums, listened to them all the way through. I loved them. And uh, then and yeah. now they're about to come out with a new album. And uh, they just did a music video the other day. I put it up in Drinking Bros. And everyone was like, who is this? Yeah. <laughs> I, I, so I will say that. So when I was scoring Range 15 with a music uh, supervisor, a guy named Chris Tarantino, uh, he writes for uh, one of the music editors for Time Out Magazine in New York. Great music. He's great taste. Has great musical taste. Uh, he turned me on to a band called the Dexatines. And again, hadn't heard of them. Uh, and I hooked me up with their manager or whatever and was like, hey, you know, Southern Rock, support the, support the troops, everything. And, and uh, I got a nice vinyl care package in the mail of five of their albums on vinyl. And I was like, oh, oh shit. holy shit. Yeah. And uh, dude, two of them front to back were absolutely unbelievable. Um, and that was, you know, last year when we were doing this. But uh, so the Dexatines was my new one where I was like, fuck. 
Here's a brand new band. They're Southern Rock. Um, uh, not a brand. They're not brand new. Like they're hard old. rock or, or like Southern rock, like Black Crows. Which, which oh, song okay, do we yeah. use for them? Uh, we used one in the trailer of the movie. Um, it, it was in the body of the trailer. So there yeah. was three songs. The first one was Score. Second one was Dexatines. Uh, and the then, first one was Adam Smith, my, my buddy from Pennsylvania. Yes, correct. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and then the uh, the the one in the trailer. I mean, I'm sorry, the one in the credits for the movie, uh, called Caption. Oh, okay. Yeah. If there was a caption. Oh yeah, yeah. I, I mean, that's a dope song. It's a great song. Hey, you and, just you and just it just felt like it was specifically written for our film. Right. It's crazy. And I was like, oh shit. Yeah. Uh, it's been almost sixty days since I've seen the movie. Possibly more. That's that good. That good. is good. I watched. I watched good. it. I think probably three hundred times. It was close. Yeah, it was up in the two hundreds. Yeah, and I, t- I tell you what, we'll, we'll put uh, as a favor to the band because we used. Uh, there was another song in the movie we, we used theirs as well. Um, we'll put uh, we'll put the Dexatines uh, caption song at the end of this episode. Oh, there you go. So stay tuned to the end of the episode. Uh, it's it's one of our favorites from Range Fifteen. It's it's the credits song, and uh, it was an awesome band, totally unexpected and out of nowhere. Where I was like, oh shit, this was dope. Like. And I'm I'm looking to try to find where they're playing. Uh, they haven't played anywhere near me. But uh, I like finding fun, exciting bands that I don't know. You right. remember right after we rapped, I ran into the guy that sang the uh, love song that you got. Oh my God, baby, come back! Yeah, yeah. <laughs> By the way, I hear that everywhere. I know. In like department stores and, and like yeah. restaurants, and I'm like, God damn! It's funny because I knew that song growing up, and we're like, I, I, I was like, There's no way I know, baby, come back. Like, how the fuck would we ever get that in the movie? And then the band name, I was like, okay, I've never heard of the band. That One did that. hit wonder. Uh, they what sold... was the name of the band? God, I, 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 you're, I'll go back you're... to Weston, the Google. Yeah, yeah. Weston knows because Weston was like, hey, that's the singer for that song that you guys have in your. You movie hung with out it. with the singer, physically took a picture of him. You don't know the name of their band. I know. I, t- I just took the picture with him to send to you. It's called like the Forgotten's. Or uh, the... That night, I met Montel Williams's daughter. Uh, my Jesus! I've got a picture of it. Montel Williams' uh, daughter. Yeah, uh, I don't Mont- even know if that's something Montel. you brag about. Yeah, Montel. Yeah, my Montel. You watch about tails. Player. Player. Play, yes. Yeah. Player. Players. The name of that band. <laughs> baby, come back. Yeah, baby, come back. I love that song. You can blame it all on me. I thought it was Hollow Notes. No. B- uh, before, before. Before. Oh, before, before. And I was like, ah, oh, we can't get Hollow Notes. And then they were like, no, 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 it's a band called the Play. And I was like, Player. All right, cool. So. I, doing the music contracts for that, uh, musicians, if they're having tough times in life, they sell, sell off part of their catalogs. Right. So, like, this song was split up four different ways. I had to get contract, eight different contracts for that song. And somebody owned 16% of that song in, like, Memphis, Tennessee. So, I had to get this dude to sign a contract that is fucking house for that song. It took God, me dang. three months. Uh, awful. Awful shit. Um. But uh, it's one of those songs that's iconic, and everybody who hears it's like, "Holy shit!" So that's just that's just the Denver ambulance going yeah, by. Yeah, we got a little yeah, Den- Denver the PD out open. there. Yeah. Doors are open. Doors open. They're, yeah. out, being they're, out, they're out, out there being players. A Harambe, you know? a coup. We did. We did sing is a Harambe. Is that up yet? No, it's not. Uh, well, by the time this, this episode airs, it'll be up. Yeah, a little oh, Harambe. Harambe. Oh Harambe. Oh Harambe. Uh, yeah, that, that'll be up. Uh, I got a new song coming out in November. You, you guys have some new music coming out too, right? We do. We just wrote one downstairs that we won't talk about. but mm. it's, uh, yeah, I think we wrote two today. Actually. So good, yeah. yeah. We got that one earlier. Yeah. That was a good riff too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I like it. What, it's a, you, you're lying down. You had a hard weekend? Yeah, well, you you know, tapped out, JT? I'm not tapped out. I just comfy. Yeah, I, I, lying on the floor. I mean, just impre- lying on the floor. You look Sorry. like you're in your second trimester. At this no, point. I don't. Yeah, yeah. That Thai food it's the yeah. shirt. That's a it's solid six cut. months of pregnancy. It's the shirt cut. God damn it. Yeah. No, just, I'm. Just, I'm sure it is. Pull it down. We'll be fine. I'm. I'm. I'm sure it is. What? Uh, when you were growing up, what was your favorite clothing store? Were you an Oaktown guy? Were you no, an Oaktown three five seven guy? I Zoomies, bro. I wanted like if you owned a Stussy shirt, you were cool. Ah, Stussy. All right, yeah. I, I, I can get mine, Stussy. Did you have some Zubaz pants with that? No, I got some Jankos. Oh yeah, yeah. no Zubaz. No, just some Jankos. I, I could see you some Z Cabaricis like, too. I only had one. I had one olive Stussy shirt, like because because it, it went like it went no fear and then Stussy. Okay. Yeah. What about the hyper color? What about it? Did you ever have those? No, I didn't. Have you them. breathe on the shirt and it changes no, different. No, I did not. I didn't. Have different a, shit. A mood ring. 
No. Yeah, yeah. It looked like a mood ring. You, no, you breathed on a shirt and it changed would, colors. What about no, you, Matt? Who was your jam growing up? Dude, I mean, I didn't dress myself, really. I just had hand-me-downs probably until I was like a junior. Really? Yeah, I didn't give a fuck. So uh, I will, admittedly, um, when I first joined the military, I would spike my hair tall and I would wear Hollister. No. <laughs> I am sorry. But I would, I would like wear, custom, I'd walk by Amacrombie and be like, "Yeah, you fucking bitch," and then I would, I would go into Hollister. So I don't know what York. my reasoning was back right, then. Like, right, right, right. fuck Amacrombie, but I'm going to Hollister because that's cool. I like seagulls on my fucking clothes. Uh, <laughs> so I, was, I have no uh, idea. I, dude, I was an Abercrombie. I was an Abercrombie. You, I could see that. You well, know? in the South, I'm from Georgia, so it was like yeah, that was a big Abercrombie was a was the takeover. What back is like then. the contemporary version of like Abercrombie and Hollister these days? Are they are they still? Yeah, the there, there's a couple. There's a there's a store called Buckle. Uh, that's that's got some cooler shit. I got a buckle store. Yeah, you got a, you got a buckle store. Uh, Abercrombie Abercrombie is going through some tough times. They've, they've closed a lot of their stores. I'd imagine it's kind of. I, I bet the investors in that started the new ones. I, I'd be interested to see what kind of like company profile they have. I know they there's were no way they just dissolve. I know they were trying to sell at one point because mm. um, the stock fell apart. Uh, and I know is there like a parent company that owns. Uh, uh, Abercrombie and Fitch. I forget who it is. I know it's out of Columbus, Ohio. Okay, well, oh, yes. wow, Columbus. Yeah, yeah. I know that. Uh, and then um, I, I would say, God, I, I mean, in a strange way, like fucking Gap. Gap yeah. has kind of taken over that mid range where it's like, all right, this is shit that's that's kind of cool and it's cheaper. Well, you know what the, it is too, which a lot of women H and M. That's the jam, and that's been crushing. I like H and M, dude. When uh, when girls, if I date them, they go to H and M. I'm like, fuck yeah, you paid seven dollars for a long sleeve, and you look good as fuck in it. Hell yeah, I, dude. I will say this: H and M, uh, growing up was my go to. Like, hey, uh, I need something cheap but cool looking, so nobody knows. So you can get like black button ups, right. all kinds of shit. And it's for whatever reason, it's super fucking cheap. Um, but it looks good, and especially like in New York City, that's your go to. Because otherwise, you're going to get fucked at, like... Right, the you know, specialty Boston. stores. For, yeah, yeah, all that shit. Hey, $1,800 for a jacket. Like, and who H&M, the fuck H&M, has that money? H&M yeah. works just as well. Amber works just as well in a pinch. Stuff. Like, you guys are speaking grace. Like, I never got out of Zoomies. I would just buy Zoo York and Element stuff. Zoo York. Zoo York, Zoo yeah. York yeah, by Zoo the York, way. Zoo York, Element. I, I talked to their founder and owner on Instagram all the time. He gave me his email and stuff. Really? Because I was interested, like, about five, six months ago. I was just like, dude, I, I have a clothing brand now. Like. I would love to hear your story. I bet I could learn shit from you because you started this out of your garage, you know, created this brand that then became in Zoomies everywhere and all these skaters love Zoo York. All my sweatshirts, everything growing up was all Zoo York. Oh, and, really? Uh, and he was like, he was like, bro, I looked you guys up. Like, you guys are fucking legit. He's like, yeah, man. Fucking, here's my email. Hit me up. <laughs> of course, of course, that's how it is. You know, you know. Well, me and Bucky had a long conversation about Zoo York and kind of how the skateboard culture kind of. But by the way, for the audience at home, he's, he's referencing but but Bucky Lasik, uh, skateboarding extraordinaire. Yeah, so like where the whole sport as a whole, like like was was at the high end in two thousand three, four, five. X Games was huge, right? And then you just haul this die up. And and it, it slowly came off. And what what brands survived? What pros survived? You know, I see you was like a Vans guy. No, I was did you never, have Vans? Did you do that? That no, that? I had Etnies. I, I, I was fuck e, out of I was yeah. E Enterprises. So America Etnies and S. Like you have to stay with the E. I, oh yeah, that was yeah. you. Yeah, because I mean, Etnies. You were literally trapped in two thousand and four. No, yeah, no, it's no. cute. You've never it's escaped cute. it. You've never I don't escaped. Don't want to leave it. By the way, speaking of X Games, I know we were talking about this at lunch today. Sean White. Yeah, dropping off the face of the fucking planet uh, in yeah. X Games. Uh, what do you think it is? Is he too old? I don't know, man. I think Maybe he's just tired and doesn't give a fuck. Yeah, you, you, like, I think like what's another he gold medal? The, he's thing. He lost in the Olympics and then fucking disappeared. Hasn't been back in an X Games or anything. Well, I think a guy like that. He's like, in a band. He's in a band actually. That sounds. He's, fun. Getting, he's getting sued for sexual harassment. That's not fun. Oh, that's not. He had a female drummer and he, he was blasting with dick pics. Really? No, dead serious. Yeah, that's hilarious. Yeah, it's weird. Uh, I think a guy like that, man, like your progression of a career, like in in that kind of sport, and we were talking about this earlier, like like snowboarding or like those extreme sports, motocross, like the the payoff of what you get monetarily and and whatever is significantly low compared to the risk you take. Like, do it. Like people are like, oh, do a double fucking backflip on a bike, like a fucking motocross bike. You fuck that trick up. You are nine months in the hospital. Yeah. If you don't die. Yeah. 
So it's like guys like Travis, Prashawn, and all them, and Sean White. I like the utmost respect because I'm like, I would never take that risk to my body because I'm more of like a conservative. Like, yeah, if I have to fucking shoot someone in the face to protect my family, obviously I'm going to do yeah. that. But like, I don't really feel like doing nine backflips in the air because I could be at home fucking making sure I can provide. But cheers to them. And I, I would imagine that at some point he was like, okay, I didn't get that gold. I didn't get the accolades that I wanted. He's got plenty of golds, but like right. the last one. And he's just like, I'm going to check out. I'm going to go do me for a little bit, which is do. Awesome. You know what? You know what's weird that you say that because he had a huge crash, uh, and I don't know if you remember. I, I think he was trying to do uh, like a twelve eighty or nine hundred. What the fuck it is? Uh, and he he bounced his head off the fucking the lip, dude. Yeah, yeah. It went, bam, yeah. And after that, it was all fucking downhill for him. Like I, he won. He ended up winning that race and getting back in it. Uh, but after that, uh, like he looked too scared to do the shit that he was typically doing. I've got doing. some data for you. Okay, so. He has two Olympic gold medals. He holds the X Games record for gold medals, highest overall medal count. He does. And has 10 ESPY awards. So at this point, it's like, what the fuck? Uh, like, why? How, how old is he? Why? He's, he's uh, young. you're younger than me. He's 30. He's 30. Yeah, my he's age. He's 30 years old. And, which I, and if memory serves me, he started at 14. Yeah. I think his first X Games was 14. So he's technically been in the sport for 16 well, years. Dude, and you look, look at like the So crib. it's like, why? What is another, another medal going to do? I guess, but why not retire and, and say goodbye to everybody rather than just vanish, I guess? No, because you have circumstances like, you know, I'm a huge MMA fan. You like a, the Chuck Liddell's and stuff. If, you know, you get that one brutal, brutal KO where you get knocked out. Like, yeah. Ah, it's, it's hard to like, do you want to walk back in? You have that, it, you're just like, I'm done, man. I'm, I'm cool. Let me check that box because let me fucking be a half- can't even think how I used to or like support my family and, and be present in life for the next 40 years I hope to live so yeah because you, you I, never like, know you, you look at uh, Ronda Rousey's coming back to fight by the way she is She's I know coming back New uh, Year's dog I, I know I, I believe it's December 30th yeah 206 um, I believe she's fighting right after uh, Madison Square Garden exactly uh and that was one of the most vicious knockouts man or woman that I've ever seen I'm surprised she's coming back I, I think she she's that's the only time she's taken that type of hit. She'll be fine. Um, I've seen like the Chuck Liddell uh, Rashad Evans knockout was fucking brutal. Uh, the Dan Henderson Bisping one knockout was fucking brutal. So you see people come back. You don't know what their durability is, but like it's you start checking that box when you take fucking TBIs and brain concussions like that. Oh, Look at the NFL. Uh, yeah. The studies well, they do. It's yeah. It's nasty, so man. within the last month, we've had Nate Wessel come and visit us out in Salt Lake who was a professional BMXer, and he builds all the ramps for Nitro Circus and, and Camp Woodward. Right. Uh, and did, did, he had, build, did he build Sean's mining chance? Uh, Sean White? Did he build his ramp? Uh, he's, got a, he's got a half pipe. Um, Probably. I mean, we uh, can okay. ask him. Yeah. There's only like two big builds. And, and I'll, I'll get to why I'm asking you this uh, after, after this story. But dual conversations with Bucky Lasik being here and hanging out with him and then having Nate out here. And then I was, we, we were in Vegas with Mike Escamilla, the rooftop, the BMXer. Like we've all been talking about Dave Mira, and yeah, and it was funny because just, on the plane, by the way, yeah, yeah. Who, who just killed himself. So on the he's on Bucky's leg- flight, he's a legend in the BMX world from yeah, uh, L.A. from San Diego to here. He watched the movie Concussion for the first time, and he was like, "Dude, I've been wanting to watch it, but it's like that's all of us are convinced that this is this is what happened to Mira," uh, which hand, is funny hand, because down. Wessel said, "No kidding." Two days before he did it, Dave was on the phone with before him. He killed booking, himself, right? Booking flight, yes. Yeah. Booking flights to come see Nate or go do something with Nate. So he's like, "Why? Why the fuck was he planning a trip?" With yeah, me? yeah, and, and and the circumstances around that, like, he was in his pickup truck, he drove drove somewhere, and then just killed himself. That is literally the opening of concussion. Is it really? Yeah. Oh, so I, well, that, that's what happened to Dave, <laughs> and. Uh, yeah, and, and those are like actual mental health issues that need to be addressed. And I think that like, but does he know? No, it is no, the no. It's it's physical health issues. Like he yeah. had so many concussions, over three hundred. No, 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 no. I, yeah. I know, I know. They're physical. It's not a mental health. I'm saying the physical detriment that he went through yeah. has the mental. Like it changes your mental yes, thinking yeah. process. It so absolutely it's like, changes everything. Look at through the NFL and all the studies that they've been doing with like you see people set OJ Simpson, all that shit. Like there's a lot of lot like linear avenues that come back to one thing. Like brain concussions and brain injuries are and same with veterans right it's like they'll blame it on ptsd you know that that's in its own right but there's a lot there to be said about tbi and brain injury where like 
pain management and a lot of other things you can do, like neurology. Like that's what we need to focus on studying because you can save people's lives and try to at least get them in a better place. And you know, I'm, I ain't a fucking, <laughs> I ain't no doctor. I, I, I ain't a doctor, but, man. I, uh, but there's a lot of studies that are starting to come out, and I think it's awesome because then we can hopefully save people's lives that are you know doing extreme sports and and creating these you know entertainment worlds for us and also serving our country. Like if if all those avenues kind of brought their technical techn- like technology together and their research then let, let let's try to find well, some I, way I to help it, these I think dudes there's out too much money in the, the nfl um obviously yeah, they, you'll they, never get you'll they never paid get them it. off they, they they just uh did a, a 750 million dollar concussion fund if you will to fund off all the players who were suing from from all, all over the years um x games has zero of that like they you know i don't i don't even know if they have a union whatsoever yeah, so there's no protocol on that and those guys are going bigger, harder, faster, right. stronger every day. And it's like, I mean, they're, they're getting real fucked up. Uh, and, uh, well, I think they don't take many, many hits. Like NFL dudes are getting fucking cracked, but they, know. but they take bigger hits because bigger hits. You, you go fucking 25 feet up in the air on a half pipe and you land in your head with the fucking soft shell helmet. Good night. Good it, night. Exactly. And this, this brings me back to my Sean White thing earlier was he had a, he's one of the only snowboarders ever who's had a half pipe built at his place, at his house, so he could personally train on it. Right. Uh, didn't, he was very Jordan-esque. He didn't let any other athletes train with him because uh, he didn't want them stealing his shit, and he wanted all the practice time for himself, knowing that everybody else had to go to a mountain, pay, and then do it themselves, and then do it in public and try to train. Um, but I wonder how many hits he took by himself trying out, testing new tricks. Because if you think about it, snowboarding, there is no, there is no training grounds that is that is uh, helpful with that, that you couldn't get hurt on. But it, like Travis Pastrana, for example, well, when sport, he's doing tricks, goes into a foam pit. No, but even that, like, so, like, and I, it's funny you reference that. Even if you were to talk about, like, motocross guys that do foam pits, like, a lot of times they'll do backflips, drop the bike, and even the foam pit, they knock themselves out all the fucking time in, in the foam, foam. All the time. I didn't know that. Because that bike bounces back. You're not getting the bodily injury of, like, hey, I broke my fucking arm, but there's still a bike that is getting stopped in about six feet of foam and snapping back on you. Shit. They knock themselves out all the fucking time. Wow. And I, I don't know if we can talk about a thing. But we're yeah. we're, we're, all, we're friends uh, with Travis there's Pastrana. A, there's a well, oh, yeah, he, yeah. He, he actually released that video. So, yeah, okay. you can talk about that now. He knocked go, himself, go ahead. Yeah, tell, tell the audience. Make it a video, video for, for us, us, man. He was saying, what up? Art 15 crew did a backflip in the pit, and then his, his slammed on his bike and knocked himself out and got a pretty bad uh, uh, concussion. So take Travis. Top of his game, best in the sport. And the coolest motherfucker. He's exactly. awesome. How many concussions has he had? Jesus. I don't even know. No one. I, yeah, right? I don't, don't want to know. How do you stay normal after that? Because you take Dave Mira, who was beloved by everybody. To, to, to my knowledge, uh, everybody I've spoken to was like, nicest guy there was. Genuine. Awesome. Fucking, you know, helping out yeah. young, young kids who wanted to do BMX. And then just to suddenly drive off. Because he's got kids. Uh, he used to do this thing for dads on his Instagram. Um, you know, just showing what a great dad and what it means to be a dad on Instagram. He would post pictures of his kids and things like that. And then all of a sudden, one night, boom, he, he drives out into the middle of nowhere, pulls, pulls the trigger and, and blows his brains out for seemingly no reason. Like, I, I guess what's to stop anybody else from doing that? Like, shit. It's, well, it's crazy. Yeah, so you got to kind of analyze it, the data and, like, hopefully come to a, I don't know. There, there's so many different things you could talk about on that, but. I know, I know. Um, it's just, uh, it's one of those things. It's a tragedy, like, you know? It is. I don't know the answer to it. And you, you, you look at, you know, some, some of the guys in the NFL, like uh, Brett Favre or Travis, Pastrana, and, and X Games, like, there's a lot of sports that are getting more and more dangerous. Uh, and then especially for Because ratings. you have to go bigger. You have to. to, to compete. You have to. For, for, for ratings, I mean, uh, fuck, I saw this guy uh, about two months ago who was going for the, the longest jump over fucking cars on a BMX bike and uh, ate it. I mean, fucking completely ate it, hand over body, broken hand or whatever. But it was live TV. And that, that's the aspect of live TV where you're like, all right, shit, what do you do now? And the guy you can tell was fucked up, but he was like, I'm going to go one more time. You know, my dad is here. And it was just like, eh, not only is your dad here, but there's a million people watching. And then he got right. back up, completed the trick. And then they had this interview with him. He was gone. Gone well, I didn't think that, like, look at uh, motocross, right? I think they do triple backflips right now. Yeah. Is that, did, didn't someone land a triple backflip? So. Somebody's landed a triple. I believe so, because Travis how do, you, how, do you even, how do you even attempt that for the first uh, time? And, like, dude, but you're going so high and so violent on that twist. Like, 
there's no salvaging that. It's not like, let me PLF, let me parachute landing, follow this fucking pair. Like, you're, you're eating bike. You're, you're breaking a bone if you I'll be with that. one of these crazy motherfuckers tomorrow night. Gavin Godfrey. Oh, yeah? I'm rolling over to his house once we get back into town. What, nice. what does he do? He's, he's one of the Nitro Circus motocross guys. Okay. Bike, biker and motocross. They yeah, I, talk to them. I, I would be, yeah. ask him the question, how many concussions do you think he's had? Yeah, that would be good. Try, try, try to find out uh, where he's at on that, because a lot of people don't know. Uh, look, NFL players get right back in the game, and that's shit. They, they play the rest of the game like nothing happened, and it's like it's something that'll catch up to you years later, not now. Kind of like you, Jared. You've had enough vodka tonight that yeah, it's I feel not like you're ready for you. a nap. I think, kill you is this, I think it's ready for a drinking bros of, of the night. Cause I, I, I've got little... the drinking bro. I got the drinking bro of the week. Oh, you, you do? Yeah. Do you is, are are you rubbing that? your belly I, like that when I, you say I, that? God, you, I, uh, look, the audience can't <laughs> see it. He's rubbing his belly like we're, we're at Jellystone National Park. Uh, you were, you like were a Yogi oh, the Bear. God. I love picnic baskets. I know you do. <laughs> With hot dogs. Pooh, you remind me of Winnie the Pooh. We should get you a tiny little red shirt that barely fits. And then some, we, we can get you. Yeah, yeah. we're, over, we're over here talking about uh, fucking injuries and TBI and, and this. And he's over here like Shamu the Whale. I know, fucking, but we can get, we can get your, your tattoo guy to fucking stitch him up in the back. Put some stitches on his back like Winnie. Yeah. Uh, and just put him in a red, a, a half, Jared a half red shirt. Yeah, Jared the Pooh. Jared the Pooh. Uh, Is that yeah. a new nickname now? Yeah. God damn it. Jared the Pooh. Uh, just getting his little head stuck in honey. Honey pots, honey pots. <laughs> I just want some honey. I just want, oh, I, I just want some honey. Some honey, <laughs> rabbit, rabbits. Oh, poo. You guys, stop eating my. Come on, some of this. I don't know how you guys whisper. That's so good. <laughs> sweet, sweet, some of that sweet, sweet, sweet mahogany. Some of that birchwood. Birchwood. <laughs> All right, Jared. Birchwood. Who is the drinking bro? Who's the drinking bro? We'll go two. Two of them, Nate Wessel and Mike Escamilla, who are right now overseas in Qatar and Kuwait and Baghdad uh, doing the Bikes Over Baghdad tour for the troops. That's dope, man. Uh, two good friends of ours. We love them. Uh, yeah. They're awesome. It's cool that they, that they still do this. Like, That's amazing. Go over and perform. Because like, they do it all within one day. They show up in the morning. Nate builds the ramps by hand with the tools that the troops give him. And then they put on a, a BMX uh, road show in the evening once he's got a park. Built. You know, and I'm glad. And, and so, so cheers to them, first of all. Fuck cheers. Um, and then, uh, you know, and, and I'm also name. glad we have friends like that so they could build Jared maybe like a wheelchair ramp. Right. To get Something to get him fucking home. Because <laughs> on nights like this, fuck, it man. is. I'm, I'm struggling over here. <laughs> Mate, oh, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm backed out of a sliding door, glass door with a fucking chair outside I looking know. at this shit. We've worked know? our way around Fat Brando here <laughs> at this point so he can lay on you the literally, floor. What the fuck this is You fat literally Brando. decided you, like you did not want to do Dr. Moreau. <laughs> he didn't want to do the fucking podcast. So we, we walked in, both of us, to watch you like a beach whale. I just thought I we're thought, over you right now. Yeah, <laughs> like we're we're, we're just, literally standing on top I of you. I thought it was a good touch for the show. Some one of us should have at least done it from the floor. I can't. I can't even. I know he's I, touching I, your leg. Like I he know. doesn't even know his now arm. You're, you're touching my leg. I'm sorry. You were pooing yourself, like rubbing your belly, uh, and now you're touching my leg as if I'm going to sympathize with your situation. Come on. Like, I, I watched you drink an entire bottle of Tito's on a Sunday. <laughs> on a Sunday. Not there's anything wrong with that, but Jesus, man, yeah. we've got we've got, we got shows to do. You know, I just wanted to be there for the drink. Well, for Jared, t- <laughs> <laughs> for for Jared, uh, Tyler's and Tierra's Taylor, Jared Pooh Bear Taylor. <laughs> it's not Pooh Bear. Pooh, we're going to call you Pooge, uh, P-O-J. Jared, the human, human <laughs> centipede Pooge. Taylor. Pooge. Pooge, dude. Pooge. We got fucking Winnie the Pooge down here lying on the floor, dude. Just rolling around. You were rolling around on a carpet. Of an Airbnb, I mean, <laughs> Winnie the Pooge, just Pooge, dude, Pooge Taylor. Uh, this, this, look, I- I'm surprised anybody is still around right now. Uh, <laughs> yeah, if you're still listening, it's awesome. God, thank, God bless. Thank, thank you for being loyal. Uh, thank you for being so, loyal. so for Mr. Matt Best, uh, Pooge Cheers. Taylor. Uh, I am Ross Patterson, and this is the Dexatine song we were talking about. Uh, called Captions yeah, that was in range let's, 15. Let's up the uplift this a little bit, you know? Shall we? Roll it, Ross.
It's hard to love you